You're listening to the Effective Statistician Podcast, the weekly podcast with Alexander Schacht, Benjamin Pieske and Sam Gartner, designed to help you reach your potential, lead great science and serve patients without becoming overwhelmed by work. Today we are talking about strategy. What is this? And how can statisticians apply strategic thinking? So stay tuned and now the music. Statistics and strategy. Everybody talks about strategy, but I didn't know what it is for a very, very long time. I was only thinking like, well, that has to do with long-term thinking and it has something to do with vision probably and it has something to do with how we get there. But what's the difference between strategy and goals? What is a good strategy? What is a bad strategy? So I recently read a really, really nice book about it. Good strategy, bad strategy. And here you learn a lot about what I learned from this book. And if you want to read it, head over to our homepage, theeffectivestatistician.com to find the link and much more content to help you boost your career as a statistician in the health sector. I'm producing this podcast in association with PSI, a community dedicated to leading and promoting the use of statistics within the healthcare industry for the benefit of patients. Join PSI today to further develop your statistical capabilities with access to the video-on-demand content library, free registration to all PSI webinars, and much, much more. The reduced rate is only £20 for non-high-income countries and also only £95 for high-income countries. Visit the PSI website at psiweb.org to learn more about PSI activities and become a PSI member today. Welcome to another episode. Today I'm talking again with Benjamin. Hi, Benjamin. How are you doing? Alexander, very good. Um, we got a strategy for today, Alexander. Yes, we have a strategy for today. The <laughs> <laughs> strategy on strategy. Yeah, it's you know, strategy is this kind of buzzword that is all around. Yeah, people say we need to be more strategic. Oh, we need to have a seat at the table when the strategy is discussed. You need to think more strategic. You need to act more strategic. Yeah. It's, it's probably one of the buzzwords that is all used. You know, there's probably no executive presentation that doesn't have that word somewhere. Well, absolutely. I think, I mean, everyone also feels like having a strategy and probably it is part of a strategy, but For, you know, whenever, when I say for, when I start my day, I try to kind of make up a strategy for the day. So kind of ideas of what do I want to achieve and kind of do something about it. But it's really not a, not a strategy in the, in the way that we, um, you know, in the, in the bigger sense of creating a plan and having a lot of discussion around and really thinking it's more like it's just a plan. So it's, it's, it's just a plan of actions. Yeah. So, but, you know, I think strategy also has this bad connotation quite often in the business sense that oh yeah someone presents a strategy and that's a series of buzzwords 
we will use big data and AI to leverage our machine learning capabilities, will expand in these also their capacity to have a superior influence on the drug development process to satisfy the needs of our stakeholders and increase the value for patients. Good school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think I can become a CEO based on that? <laughs> well, absolutely. Leader in business development. Sometimes when you prepare for some strategic meeting, I do feel so, so naked somehow sometimes because you know, I, I don't, I don't use these buzzwords usually. So when I try to put something in, sometimes it's just a line, like it's yeah. basically an empty slide with just one point that I would like to mention. That's the point. So that's the strategy. It's not a lot of words, but yeah, I, I know. So it's, we can really for, for strategy, it's misuse. The word strategy is often misused in with just putting. It's more like a com commercial object on it and yep. marketing and all these things. Yeah. Yeah. But there's also other areas where it's what can be a bad strategy. And um, I'm taking a couple of these examples from books that I had a look into and found really, really helpful some time ago. It's called Good Strategy, Bad Strategy. The link to it is in the show notes. I highly recommend you reading it, at least, well, maybe some parts about it. There's lots of examples, and maybe you don't need to read each example in detail, but I highly recommend it. Or at least listen to this episode to the end. Then you have also <laughs> quite a lot of it. One of the other examples of bad strategy that the also lists is failure to face or define the challenge that is really there. Yeah, So it's kind of, oh, yeah, we want to be great. Yeah, And, okay, what do we need for greatness? And then, you know, come up with all kinds of different things. But understanding what's really happening yeah, is what are the shifts of your organization compared to all the others? Yeah. What is really the problem is not addressed. And then you come up with all kinds of different action items, but these are useless because they don't really address the problem because you have never really defined, defined it. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's absolutely correct. And it's also like kind of the, the understand or the, the way of thinking, you know, when you say you would like to grow, you know, you're not growing by hiring more people. I mean, you do grow, but it's not, that's not the, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's not the strategy. Yeah. yeah. You, may, you may realize that, that you need to hire new people in order to, you know, successfully grow, but hiring people to grow is not a strategy. Yeah. It's an action. Yeah. It's an yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. The other point is kind of this mistake goals for strategy. Yeah. Oh, we want to be a um, high performance growth company. That's a series of buzzwords. Yeah. And, and want to be kind of double the size by that time. Or we want to deliver this project six months ahead of time or whatever. That's a goal, but that's not a strategy. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. it's it may be part of a strategy, though. Well, it it can inform the problem statement for the for the strategy. 
Yeah. Don't mistake this for for a strategy. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last part is you have lots of kind of so-called strategic objectives, but they kind of stand alone. Yeah. They are not directly linked to the critical things that you want to address. Like we have this training objective. We want to train everybody to really do good in their, in their job. Great. But how does that help you with your objective of, you know, with your, what's the problem that you want to solve here? And, and training, you know, can be, can mean lots of different things. Yeah. What specifically do you need there? Yeah. Do you need training to become better in planning phase two, phase three studies? Or do you need training to become better in terms of having flawless execution? Or do you need training to better communicate with your stakeholders? Or do you need training to, you know, get into this data science field? Yeah. What does training, you know, that's, that's an object. Well, that's maybe a strategic pillar, but, but, you know, if there's no more crisp understanding of it, it's, yeah, it doesn't help. You know, all the, the things that we sometimes use as, with a name as a strategy are probably part, should be part of a strategy mm -hmm. or like an underlying reason sometimes, like an underlying thinking to strategy, but the strategy itself is far more than that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think that is, I mean, it's not, it's, you know, it, it we, we should have goals and, but we shouldn't talk about strategies then. So it's not co incorrect to have goals. It's more about, we should better try to align the goals and create a strategy. And I think that is the step yeah. that people And, you know, I think everyone, including myself, is kind of lacking in, in some cases because you do have a goal. Mm -hmm. Like, as I said before, I have, a, you know, my day. But what, what is the strategy behind it? Yeah. So, and I think that is where the book and the experience really tells us that, that there's more. The first part of the strategy, and I think that is the most important part, is a good diagnosis of the problem. Or answering the question, what's going on here? So really digging deeply into what are the different sources? You know, what are the different data that you have? What, what are the different facts? What are the different hypotheses that you have? What, what's, what are the different goals that you have? Yeah. What's your competition? What are, you know, constraints that you have? Yeah. So what's the goals that you have? Yeah, so, so if you think about, for example, your personal development, yeah, you could have a goal of, well, I want to be an expert in this field in five years. Yeah. Okay. That's your goal. Then you need to have a thorough understanding of where you are and what are the gaps to that goal and what are the constraints. Yeah. Is your current job helping you to achieve that goal? Is you, do you have, you know, already some network in that? Is there, you know, can you work on projects that help with that? Do you have, you know, any limitations that you have? Yeah. That maybe you don't have a good 
could network into the people, into this uh, area, yeah, where the experts are. Don't know, maybe working in the wrong company or whatsoever. All these kind of different things have a very, very good and deep understanding of, of the problem. I think that is key. And I think one of the problems that, that we usually face in this field or in, in, in asking or answering this question is to take yourself the time to answer it. Because usually you're quite quick in saying, yeah, I want to be an expert. So, and I have a strategy, I need training, whatsoever. So that's it, five minutes, even less, and you have a strategy. Mm -hmm. But actually that is, you could spend probably on a, on a question and becoming an expert in something you could probably spend just a week only to prepare to answer the question. So what's going on here? So where I am, you know, where am I at the moment? What are the gaps? Where, what is the network that is, is what, what does my company company offer and so on? So all the things that you, what you just described, this is just, is really something where you could spend days for to answer this question. And that is something we are yep. really lacking. I mean, depending, you know, if it's like a, personal life goal, you should spend probably more time than to have a strategy for the day. Yep. Yep. And so that's, you know, all strategies need to start with a very, very deep understanding of the mm -hmm. problem. Then the next part that you can work on is what are the strategic pillars? What are the guiding policies that you need to have in place that kind of are these broad areas that you need to work on, mm -hmm. yeah? So if we go back to the example of the personal development, yeah, then it's surely kind of, okay, increasing your knowledge in this area, yeah? Increasing your visibility, your authority in this area would be probably two strategic objectives. Yeah, maybe also like having practical involvement in it or something. So which could answer yeah. the question whether you're in the right company or not. Maybe you have just these mm -hmm. two strategic pillars. Yeah, this, you know, having a knowledge about the regulatory area for that area. Yeah, whether it's base or adaptive design or multiplicity or whatever. Yeah, maybe that's another strategic pillar. So think about in these terms and you need to be clear about okay what are these important areas that you need to play in and then the last part the third part of a strategic pillar beyond of a strategy beyond the diagnosis of the problem and the strategic pillars is a tactical plan of coherent actions so now it comes into getting more into the details yeah It's about the tactics. So if you want to grow your expertise in this field, maybe start with a literature review of what's, what's there. Yeah. Make a plan to connect with all the experts in the field. Find out about relevant conferences and attend them. Yeah. Look for projects you can, you can work on and apply these. Yeah. Uh, talk with your supervisor to get it into your goals. All these kind mm -hmm. of different things. Yeah. All these would be then, you know, a tactical plan. And you can, you know, this tactical plan can, you know, go over kind of, you know, it will always be more fuzzy the longer you look into the future. Yeah. But it needs to be so 
concrete that, you know, you can basically for your day say, okay, today I need to do A, B, and C to move in that direction. Yeah, it's kind of the base, building the basis for your day-to-day -day work, not necessarily, but at least your day-to-day -day plan for for the strategy yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and i think i mean it could be depending on what it is i mean obviously it does not necessarily have an impact on every each and every day but it could be also that this is someone on a week, weekly basis or on a wider range however this this feeds into the into the planning and the whole discussion that we already had around putting time aside for you to really you know work on your goals and in this case to on on the you know on the tactical plan of the actions that you have to do in order to reach uh, the goals so to kind of build the strategy and work on the strategy on an ongoing basis and uh, i think when we see the three points you know there shouldn't be anything really new in a way it's no actually overall it's not excitingly something newly discovered or anything it's really it's more a reminder of saying Just make sure, you know, if you plan a strategy, if you have a strategy, take the time to do the steps for the for a successful strategy because yes. one doesn't go without the other. So it's like a, you know, a very, very tiny thing. If you say you're hungry, um, you know, you have to understand you are hungry and otherwise you wouldn't get some food because otherwise you just get some water and you're still hungry, but, you know, get some water. And it's it's really about the whole plan of defining the problem understanding the problem and defining it then the, the pillars and at the end really break this down into action points that we can do on a day-to-day -day or on a smaller bits and pieces um, at, at the time yeah yeah and so i'd encourage you to think about that when you work on your projects yeah do you understand these different parts of the strategy of the project you're working on Yeah. So if you're working, for example, on uh, the product development of a new co compound, and do you understand what is the strategy be behind it? Do you understand how this product will be positioned in the market? How it, you know, will differentiate versus competitors? How it will win in the market? Is it a me too product that will be sold based on price? Is it innovative product that has a special feature and you need to, you know, maybe it has, it especially improves sleep and it, sleep is one of the different features of this disease that is affected. So maybe you need to stress, you know, this, the, the relevance of sleep in this mm -hmm. field. Yeah, you need to make sure that payers, Physicians, patients value that and see that and recognize that and understand that. Yeah. So that might be an important thing. Or maybe it doesn't have a certain side effect that the competition has. Yeah. Then you need to show this side effect is really bad. It has a high impact on quality of life or it leads to you know discontinuation of the treatment or leads to follow-up costs or whatsoever yeah so do you understand you know what is the strategy and how all these different you know studies publications literature review projects whatsoever how all these feed into the overall strategy yeah That's really good for you to get a better understanding of 
what's overall going on? What is the big picture? Yeah. There's another episode that I recorded some time ago with Stephen Bungai, uh, who is the author of The Art of Action. And in this episode, we also discussed a little bit on, uh, on strategy. So I highly recommend you just kind of scroll back in your podcast player for looking for that. And of course, we'll also link it in the show notes. And it's also a great book, The Art of Action. Yeah. It comes from a completely different area. It more understands of kind of why were certain big organizations more successful in the past compared to others. And it especially looks actually at the military space that you can learn from that space a lot about strategy. You can learn a lot about planning. You can learn a lot about kind of how a good strategy can help you to succeed overall, to kind of get everybody on the same page. Yeah. If you have this such a good strategy, yeah, then that drives everything what you do. And it's flexible enough so that when something changes, you can look into the strategy, you have understand the problem, you have a good diagnosis, you have the strategic guiding policies, and then you just need to adapt your action plan. Yeah. And that makes it so, so powerful. Yeah. And again, it's, you know, as you described it quite nicely, it's when you work on a study, like a, just a normal study, there is a strategy behind it. There should be a strategy behind it. And if you, I'm just I'm trying to get to the question. So why do I need this strategy? Because, you know, I am quite simple because, you know, you have, I have to finish a document. I have to finish this. So, you know, don't, that's true. So these are your plans for the day, but actually, these should be, you know, as we said, these should be part of a strategy. So writing an SAP without having a strategy, you know, understanding of the study and the background it is. that, it, And especially in the, you know, if you're working in the farmer side of the business and not in the CRO side, because CROs usually have a limited information flow to the whole strategy of the company. There is, and some have more and less. And depending on the experience, you do understand things better than, than others. But working on the farmer side, this gives you a great example, a great advantage of being part of the strategy, you know, pulling, if it's, for example, if it's outsourced, pulling the zero in, into the strategy only to the pieces that they should understand. I mean, they're obviously this is, they don't get a full picture usually, but any, anything that you do on the study, on the try, on the compound should be, it's just a piece of the strategy. So it's very good if you have an understanding of what the strategy is and what the pillars are and, and, you know, make yourself like the tactical plan for the actions that you are responsible for and really put this into rethink you know, the, the understanding of the strategy. Yeah. And in any company that you're working, understand the strategy of your company, understand the strategy of your department. And hopefully there's a good one. So 
We talked a lot about strategy today. We talked about, you know, what are bad and what are good strategy things. That strategy consists of these three parts, the diagnosis, the strategic pillars, and the tactical plan. And we also looked into a couple of different examples. If you have experiences with good or bad strategy, we'd love to learn about that. Yeah. So write us back about it, connect with us on LinkedIn and let us know what you think about this episode. Have you seen something, you know, that is really, really good or have you now a better kind of idea what your personal strategy is to your personal development for your personal growth? Yeah. Or maybe it's, you know, you have a strategy that is outside of work. Yeah. Of, you know, can apply to all kinds of different things. Let us know. We'll love to learn from you. This show was created in association with PSI. Thanks to Rain, who helps with the show in the background, and thank you for listening. Head over to theeffectivestatistician.com to find the show notes, a link to the book, and much more. We have a couple of different resources there, past webinars and things like that to boost your career as a statistician in the health sector. Reach your potential, lead great science and serve patients. Just be an effective statistician. Mm -hmm.